This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. So this week, I became aware of the controversy surrounding the Netflix film Cuties. And after reading some very upset and outraged comments regarding the film, I decided to watch it. And I have to tell you that by the end, I was terribly, terribly upset. But not for the reasons that all of you are really, really upset. I was upset because this film is absolutely amazing. And due to the very, very poor judgment exercised by Netflix in promoting this film to American audiences, many people were so turned off that they decided immediately not to see the film. Now, the promo that was done for American audiences was completely different than that shown to French audiences. I just want to say, so there is a very real argument here that Netflix screwed up and the poster was horrific. The promos were horrific. There's no question that there was exploitation in the way that they put material out to sort of promote this film. And in fact, it doesn't have anything to do with what the film is about. So if I were the director, I would be extremely upset about that. But if we can set that aside for a minute, the, the rage over this film has just multiplied and, and things are flying across the internet and accusations are flying all over the place. And having seen the film, I feel like it's really important to do two things. The first is to sort of dispel some of the misconceptions that are out there. And the second is to talk about the message that this movie actually wants us to pay attention to. Now, I did a little bit of research in the field and I asked if the people who had really, really strong negative feelings about this film had actually seen it from beginning to end. And I couldn't find a single person uh, who would come forward and say yes. So I'm going to assume that most of you who are tuning in today who feel negatively about this film have not seen it. And for that reason, um, I'm going to tell you just really briefly what the plot is and kind of what it's about so that if you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. My intention isn't to spend a lot of time on the film itself, but to share with you some places where, you know, collectively we have made an issue over something that perhaps isn't reflected in the film. And and also there is just a much bigger issue that we're not talking about and we're missing an opportunity to have a really, really important conversation. So really, really quickly, a synopsis of the film. The main character, Ami, is an 11-year-old girl from Senegal, and her family has just moved to Paris. Her family is very conservative and religious and traditional, and she finds herself sort of torn between two worlds, her family's tradition and this new world of Western culture, where she's seeing girls in her grade at school who have freedoms and um, are dressing certain ways, they're dancing in certain ways, and she really starts to want to become part of the group. The girls that she's really drawn to are the essentially the mean girls. They're the wild children, if you will, and they're pushing the boundaries that exist even within their own culture. And so the whole film is about Ami trying to figure out who she is in the context of these two very, very different worlds. And one of the things that's really apparent is that there is no opportunity for dialogue with a trusted adult because her family is so traditional and that world is so different than the one she suddenly finds herself in. She's navigating it completely alone. And so a lot of what you see in the trailers or in the promotional materials that appears to be adult sanctioned is actually not. 
The dancing is happening behind the adults' backs. They don't know what she's doing. She's hiding everything from her family. And in fact, she learns how to dance by stealing her her cousin's cell phone. And that's how she discovers social media. That's how she discovers these dance steps. It's essentially the internet and the videos that she has access to on YouTube that give her the idea that this is what dancing is. This is what being a woman looks like. This is what being mature and grown up is. And so these little girls, even though they're 11, are being influenced by society's view of womanhood as conveyed by social media, by the different videos that are available to them. And so the message of the movie is really about society's influence on preteen girls, about the internet and the way the world out there has just gotten so complicated. And it's very, very difficult for girls, even as young as 11, to navigate. On one hand, they're trying desperately to fit in and they want to feel grown up and they want to feel womanly, but their understanding of what that looks like is overtly sexual in Western culture. And um, without someone to talk with or to guide them, it, it goes very misguided. So the first misconception of this movie is that there are not adults promoting this. Like they're not dressing the girls up and saying, let's get you all pretty and take you to a dance competition so you can fit in and be popular. It's quite the contrary. And when the girls are dancing and they're doing the steps that you see in the promos and it's this very sexualized dancing, the people watching are horrified and they're covering their children's eyes. And so there's no point where an adult in this movie is condoning the behavior or is saying this is what you know good dancing looks like or this is what girls at this age should be doing. This is all from the perspective of preteen girls and their own view about what they believe makes them attractive and popular and likely to win a dance competition. So that's something that I think people don't understand who are just looking at this from the outside. The second thing is that people have said this movie is basically likely to encourage human trafficking and pedophilia. And you know, that essentially it would be eye candy for for deviance. And I can't say that isn't true to some extent, right? Because there are scenes, just a few, but there are scenes where these young girls are dancing very suggestively and um, it's disturbing to watch, you know, as a mother and as a woman, but it's also part of the plot. And I guess my thought on this is it is reflecting the director's own story It is also part of what is happening with our teenagers right now. So when I think about the number of movies that are out there, for example, that portray how to murder, if somebody wanted to murder, they could take notes. When I think about the number of movies that talk about how to blow things up, for somebody who wanted to (laughs) blow something up, they could be taking notes. Then I think about potentially the number of deviants who are sitting at a dance recital or watching a halftime show at a middle school athletic event at any given time. Like we don't stop doing things because there potentially could be someone who isn't the intended audience. And in fact, there are a lot of movies out there that deal with rape and incest and kidnapping and sex trafficking. And they do in fact use child actors. And there isn't the outrage because as a society, 
we have decided that there are certain evils we will allow to be brought to the forefront with the hope that if we watch them, if we see them, if they're brought forth, we will be able to stop them. And so despite the fact that all of this exists already and is already out there, this particular film is is really triggering a response. And the thing I keep thinking about, right? So so it's not even it's not even people interacting in the way that they're dancing. It's it's young girls dancing in a very very sexualized way. And it is again, it's disturbing to watch, but I think the issue here is it's bringing to light what is happening. It's exposing something that's already going on. It's not creating it. And it's certainly not promoting it. What it's trying to tell us is, hey, girls are under incredible pressure right now to fit in. They're getting all kinds of mixed messages about who they're supposed to be. And this is the result when they don't have someone to talk to, when they don't have the ability to process this in a really constructive way, when they're stuck by themselves trying to navigate the difference between, let's say, their own family values and what is appealing based on what they see on the internet. It's, it's revealed to us in a very, very vivid and blunt way. And I think it's scary as hell, which is okay, right? Like it's okay to be scared, but the reality is you can't be blind. And while it's, it's easier to be mad at the director of this movie and just get outraged, you know, that someone would dare make a movie showing us this, this is actually real. It is happening. I have worked with girls for years, and I will tell you that when I started doing Project Be Confident workshops, and I learned that girls were and boys were engaging in sexual acts, I mean, intimate sexual acts, in sixth grade, I was I was shocked. That seemed extremely young. When I learned that girls were smuggling clothes and backpacks out of their houses because spandex Shorts and sports bras were what people wore to mixers, and their parents didn't want them to do that, but that's what everybody was wearing. I was also shocked. So, you know, when I learned that the the type of social dancing that happens is called grinding, and girls weren't even thinking twice about allowing it to happen or about the fact that that's completely disrespectful to them because that's what was happening and that's what they felt like they needed to do to fit in, I'm telling you, this is not something that someone is creating or encouraging by making a movie like this, she's saying, hey, this is really out there. And it's it's something that girls are struggling with. And it's a beautiful opportunity for mothers and daughters to be having a conversation. A movie like this gives you this chance to create a dialogue that you might not otherwise be having. Because here is the truth. There is nothing more that kids want than to please their parents. No matter how big a jerks they act when they're teenagers, they are terrified of failing you and of your judgment. And so if you're not willing to entertain a conversation or they think that what they're going through might cause you to judge them negatively or to think less of them, they are never going to talk to you. They're going to be doing exactly what the girl in this movie did, which is going behind your back and trying to figure stuff out on their own. And you might be thinking, you're this great parent, you've got it all buckled down and all under control, and it's everybody else's shitty kids out there doing bad stuff, but I hate to break it to you. Pretty much every kid at some point is going to struggle with something. And being outraged over movies that try to wake us up and say, this is going on. You might want to check in and see if this is an issue in your own life to me, presents a really important opportunity to have that conversation. 
open that dialogue. Don't be afraid of what you might hear. It's so much scarier to not know. And to be, you know, blissfully blind, it's not blissful. It's it's ignorant. And I know that most people want to have these wonderful, close relationships, but they're not without having these gritty conversations sometimes. There is a real lesson for us as parents and a real conversation to be had. So whether you watch this movie or not, I hope you will consider this an opportunity to not just be part of this public outrage over a promotion, right? But to realize that there's something really important that lies beneath. And I hope that you will take the time to watch this film and see it for what it is. But if you don't, consider that there's something deeper and perhaps important that sits here. The next point that I want to make is this. This movie is someone's story. The director was also a woman from Senegal, and this was her personal story. And she has made that point and she's made that clear. So when people say things like, you know, I get that there's a point to be made here, but it just maybe could have been made in a better way, or, you know, maybe it didn't have to go so far. Someone could have just done it differently. To me, that feels extremely judgmental and intolerant. If someone is brave enough to tell their story, as as brutal as it is to watch or as uncomfortable as it might make us, it's her story. So while you have a right to not watch it, if you can't stomach it or you don't want to see the truth of what is actually happening, please don't tell somebody that their story isn't packaged in a way that is palatable for you. It takes a lot of courage to tell the truth and to not sugarcoat it. It takes a lot of courage to come forward and be this vulnerable. And as women, we need to support each other and lift each other up when one of us has the guts to do that. Finally, I want to say that if we genuinely care about helping girls navigate this very, very difficult time and these very difficult messages that continue to bombard them, we need to model what self-respect looks like. We need to make sure that we're showing them what it looks like to stand in your power, to not let someone degrade you, to not succumb to the pressure of having to move a certain way or wear a certain thing or act a certain way to please somebody else, but to truly be who you are. And this starts with our own relationships, making sure that they're healthy, making sure that they're supportive, making sure that we are respected for who we are as women and as individuals. It starts with making sure that we support other women and that we lift each other up, that we don't rip on each other or knock each other down for what we wear, what we look like, or what we do. It includes not supporting politicians who treat women like objects or who say degrading things. It means being consistent. If we want our girls to grow up full of confidence, then we need to model that behavior and also hold a consistent message. There is nothing that teenagers will spot faster than hypocrisy. So if this matters to you, and this is something you genuinely care about, I would encourage you to think about yourself. Think about really your standards and what messaging you are not only saying with your mouth, but showing in your life. We can always do better. I can always do better, but I'm aware of it and I'm paying attention to it. And it is important to me to let my kids know that I am human. I am far from perfect And I am always willing to have a discussion about anything they are facing, anything that's on their mind, anything they are contemplating, a judgment-free conversation where I can help them process, I can help them think, I can help them talk, but I am here as a sounding board that they can count on, judgment-free. I would encourage you with my whole heart 
to open that dialogue if it's not already open. And if you need an entree, the movie Cuties is a phenomenal one. This is Kimball Orchie, and you've been listening to Boldly Stated.